0: This is the Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Here's your host, Kara Ritchie.
1: to yet another week on the Workday Red Zone. I should probably say that with just a little bit more enthusiasm. We are one week closer to the start of the college football season, so the excitement will start to slowly pick up, and of course this is a big week for talking season, as is next week as, well, we'll tell you more about it as we go along here, but this is a Workday Red Zone. Thanks for tuning in with us on the Ticket Radio Network. Multiple places you can find us on your radio dial and, of course, also online at 953 theticketcom You can take us with you, as always, on the go by downloading the TuneIn app and searching for KNEA. Uh, if you want to uh, shout at us today, that's easy enough. Eight seven zero nine three zero three seven seven six 3776 is the number to call on the right fiber hotline by Ritter Communications. You can also shout at us on social, facebook.com slash theticketradio, one place to find us on Twitter Kara underscore Richie is another. You can find today's KavanaughCars.com question by searching for the hashtag WDRZ. I am Kara Richie. I'm joined in the studio today by producer Ryan James. Good
2: to be here. Good to be uh, back in town. Spent my weekend in St. Louis, Missouri this past weekend. Had a, had a concert at the Amphitheater. Okay. Got rained out, unfortunately. Oh,
1: we, it, man. We got
2: about an hour 15 through, and then it got, I mean, it was a monsoon. It rained pretty bad, but we at least got to see some of the performance, which was fun.
1: Okay, I want to hear more about that here in just a moment. Is already, phone line is ringing, so Ryan's got to hit pause and see what we got going on. Okay, so it was a spam phone call.
2: Uh, the most annoying calls ever, Yes. <laughs>
1: Was it somebody telling us that uh, they needed to update our Google ID? It
2: was some kind of ro- ro- like robotic voice. Yeah. It wasn't even a person saying, "You can give this kind of money." Da da da. You know, it. yeah. It's yeah, the yeah. worst kind of stuff. But
1: Who'd you go? Who who were you? or trying to go see? It least.
2: was it was Post Malone. Okay, it was an amphitheater. It was a sold out venue with twenty over twenty thousand people were there. I mean, every single spot was filled. And uh, about an hour fifteen through, we start filling the rain. I mean, we saw the forecast going yeah. through that we knew it was going to get bad. We just didn't know if it was going to be like that bad, and I mean, it was raining so bad you can barely see in front of you, so... The venue called called for an emergency evac, and everyone just kind of had to get out. I mean, there was lightning and thunder, and you know venues just can't. Yeah. In good conscience, they they can't.
1: I mean, rain, that, you're so. you're pushing it. Although musicians do work in the rain, so they've they figured do. out the the yeah. fixes to not have to worry about the cables and all that. But when lightning happens, it's it's no good. Yeah, that's, so that's for that's, anything outside.
2: That's my first rained out concert, unfortunately. But I, if there's a silver lining, at least it wasn't completely rained out. Got to see the first hour, fifteen hour, thirty. So there you go. There, there's the silver lining.
1: There you go. Uh, What do we got going on today? Uh, A lot of talking today. I know you're absolutely stunned to hear that. Let's go through some news and notes from over the weekend and tell you what all we're going to dive into over the course of the next couple of hours, as well as the KavanaughCards.com question. But uh, first up, it was a busy weekend of recruiting for programs actually across the state of Arkansas. The Red Wolves and head coach Butch Jones secured their 11th player In the class of 2024, with the commitment of kicker Clayton Amaya from Smithson Valley High School in Texas, Amaya is the first specialist to commit to next year's class. Meanwhile, Arkansas and head coach Sam Pittman received verbal commitments from a pair of four-star players. Running back Braylon Russell, who's out of Benton, and cornerback Selman Bridges both announced their decisions within about 15 minutes of each other on Friday night elsewhere the st louis cardinals returned from the all-star break with a series win the cardinals won sunday's rubber game over the washington nationals by the final score of eight to four jack flaherty won his four straight start six different cardinals drove in runs so now the birds begin a series against miami tonight at six forty-five on 95 9 the wolf uh the cardinals did make what i kind of thought was a little bit of an interesting move today and we'll talk more about it probably this hour, but the Cardinals have designated lefty reliever Henesis Cabrera for assignment. So more on that later on. Uh today nationally the talk is focused on the SEC. We're actually right now Commissioner Greg Sankey is doing his state of the state. Uh, in terms of uh, SEC and what's going on there and of course there are about a million media members tweeting that out so we'll look over some highlights as we go along today but of course with Sunbelt Conference Media Day just a week away or a week and one day away to be specific I thought we would turn our attention to the league oh and speaking of the media credential was just approved so that's always a plus when you're getting ready to go to media day that they're actually going to uh, welcome you in with open arms so that's nice but today for our cavanacars.com question i want to know from top to bottom will sunbelt football in 2023 be better than worse than or about the same as it was in 2022 and that's our cavanacars.com question of course this is going to be the second year of of the expanded Sun Belt last year was year one with new members James Madison, Marshall, Old Dominion, and Southern Miss. And I thought uh, the year went well with those newcomers in the mix. Of course, both James Madison and Old Dominion started out In week one with non-conference wins flashing back to last year, and it was a big win for Old Dominion to get things started as they were able to go out and get a victory over Virginia Tech. The following week, Marshall with one of the bigger wins on the entire Sunbelt slate as they went to Notre Dame and picked up a win there. So you had some impressive beginnings right out of the gate for those programs. And then at the end of the season, we saw a couple of the newcomers head to bowl games. Of course, James Madison was... Uh, Record wise, bowl game eligible. Uh, FBS wise, not bowl game eligible since they were just making the move up. But all in all, uh, four solid additions last year for the league. Not necessarily any huge seismic changes across the Sun Belt this year, although there are a couple of programs that are welcoming in new head coaches. Most notably, Coastal Carolina is moving on from the Jamie Chadwell era as he decided to take the head coaching job at Liberty after, of course, Hugh Freeze departed Liberty and went to Auburn. So that's a big change there in the Sunbelt East. Although they have retained standout quarterback Grayson McCall in the West. Texas State getting a new era underway. Also there in San Marcos as they welcome in G.J. Kinney as their head coach. He moves up from Incarnate Word. They decided to fire their previous guy. And to the best of my recollection, those are going to be the big changes Coming up in the Sun Belt, and of course, we'll talk plenty of those, plenty on those next week at Sunbelt Converts Media Day, where we hope to have conversations with all 14 of the league's head coaches, as well as uh, several of the player representatives as well. We'll tell you more about our coverage coming up later on. But again, the CavanaughCars.com question today, will the league be better than, worse than, or about the same as it was in 2022? more on that of course throughout today's program but i tell you what uh, let's go through here and one we need to continually check social media today with so much going on there's so many different reports coming out that we'll have an eye on that uh, as we go along but also hey we need to get a little bit up to speed with what's going on with a state and what happened there over the course of the weekend so kind of a scattering of news and notes on the red wolves when we come back and really get things started. Uh, But keep it here with us. We'll step aside. First break of the day. Be back right after this on The Ticket.
0: When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All
3: right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Kara Ritchie
0: on the Workday Red Zone. The third third annual
4: Big Grass Bluegrass Bluegrass Festival is coming to the historic air-conditioned collins theater in downtown Paragould, thursday friday and saturday july 20th through the 22nd three days four performances and eight of the best bluegrass bands thursday night the 20th at seven o'clock it's the gravel yard and the cleverlies friday night the 21st at seven it's the kurt and andrea stevenson band east nashgrass and volume five then saturday the 22nd there's two shows with a matinee at one o'clock and an evening performance at six with the baker family the larry stevenson Band and the queen of bluegrass music, the incredible Rhonda Vincent and The Raid. Chickens are available now at collinstheater.com forward slash bluegrass that's collinstheater.com forward slash bluegrass or search collins bluegrass festival on facebook or call 236-6252 236-6252 downtown Paragould becomes the bluegrass capital of the mid-south july 20th through 22nd the big grass bluegrass festival
5: it's a summer of savings at car today car today is offering you a great selection of clean dependable cars trucks fans and SUVs. Bad credit, no credit, bankruptcy, no problem. Because at Car Today, we know that bad things happen to good people, and that's why we want to help you build your credit with one of our Carfax Verified Vehicles. All of our vehicles come with our peace of mind package included. Free warranty, free oil changes, debt protection, sales tax financed available, and satisfaction guaranteed. That's right. If you're not happy with your purchase within five days, you can return the vehicle. Stop by Car Today this summer and see how you really can buy here and pay here. Plus, when 10 people you refer buy a vehicle from us, we will pay off yours. For the best deals this summer on late model, low mileage cars, trucks, and SUVs, get to Car Today. Buy today at Car Today, 3404 Stadium, or online at NEACARTODAY.com. ah summer the season of outdoor adventures cookouts and soaking up the sun but who's keeping your business running smoothly introducing calmer solutions your reliable managed service provider that's here to make your summer worry free our team of experts handle your technology challenges with precision and care hey
6: i think my laptop just crashed
5: never fear calmer solutions is here
6: Wow, they fixed it so quickly. Thanks, Calmer Solutions.
5: From business phone systems to help desk, we've got you covered. Call for a free consultation, 870-454-HELP, or go to calmersolutions.com. You love your truck, and
0: Plaza Tire Service is here to help you make it even better with custom wheels, leveling kits, and the area's best selection of light truck tires, ATs, mud tires, and RTs up to 35s and bigger. Plaza Tire Service has the tires you want in stock today, and we'll help you select a great combination that gets your truck exactly the way you want it. In Jonesboro and South Caraway, and now at our newest location on East Johnson Avenue, the biggest selection, the best service, and the lowest prices on light truck tires are at Plaza Tire Service. Yeah!
1: At First National. Nash- National Bank of Eastern Arkansas, it is important that we are where you are. You see, it's not only about offering the latest in banking technology, it's also about being there for you. We pride ourselves in having multiple locations where you are never far from one of our offices. We know it's important to you that from time to time you visit with us personally about a product or service or just a question about your account. We know the convenience of that service is important. You see, it's not just about the products we offer, but it is also about convenience. That's why we are where you are. First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas, member FDIC. Hi.
3: Hi, this is Bob Moore with Moore Air
7: Conditioning. AC issues in the summer interrupt your life in more ways than one. We're here to help. When you need your air conditioning repaired, you need it fast. Get more Assurance with the Moore Same Day Guarantee. We'll send a licensed, trained, and background check technician to your home the same day you call or you don't pay a service fee. That's the Moore Assurance Guarantee. Creating comfort one home at a time. 870-336-2023. You deserve more
8: doses.
0: This is your warning. You're entering the Workday Red Zone.
1: I'm find them Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Ryan with you to get the week started should got an extra shot of caffeine before we got rolling today. <laughs> but we'll make it through regardless. Hope your Monday has started out all right. All right. From top to bottom, will the Sun Belt in 2023 be better? Better than worse than or about the same as it was in 2022 football-wise? That's our CavanaughCars.com question. So, we've got that poll up You can vote there nationally. All eyes on the SEC. And uh, whenever Greg Sankey gets done addressing all of the assembled Media Q and A. We'll see if we can find your wrap about his comments. Of course, he's been speaking now for about forty-five minutes, as it is day one of SEC Media Days there in Nashville. So he has touched on numerous different topics. Uh, I think the one that has already generated the most attention is where Sunbelt, or excuse me, SEC Media Days will be next year. But we'll tell you all about that coming up later. I want to get caught up on the Red Wolves before we go any deeper into the program because that's just what we normally do early to get us started. So why? fix it if it ain't broken uh but first things first the second round of the best games poll is out at astateredwolves.com slash stadium poll of course i'm gonna guess that you probably voted last week as arkansas state of course is celebrating 50 years of centennial bank stadium so they want to crown the top game that was played in the stadium's history last week was round one so you went through, you voted, I'm assuming you voted, uh, and uh, now we're down to eight games, which I don't know if we're calling it like the exceptional eight or the exhilarating eight or the epic eight or whatever. Anyways, there's eight games left. You can't use elite, obviously, that's trademarked, so we got to figure out another E-word another e <laughs> to go with this, but uh, looking at the top half of the bracket... I am not at all surprised that the one seed in this whole thing remains standing, as that was A State's 2012 uh, absolute butt kicking of Middle Tennessee, 45 to nothing. But uh, the eight seed that it's going to be facing is an October game in 2020, where A State topped Georgia State 59 to 52, which is the stadium's highest scoring game and was an absolute nail biter throughout. Uh, in the other the other game in the top half of the bracket, actually a couple of upsets. As you've got a 12 and 13 matchup, one of those uh, happened the 12 seed happened on November the 12th of 2011 with a state topping Louisiana 30 to 21 and the other game in the top half of the bracket, a September 2014 winner. Arkansas State topping Utah State 21-14 in overtime. Lower half of the bracket, the two seed, of course, is still around as uh, that was A-State's comeback winner over Memphis in 2007. That game will square off against the 10 seed, the 1993 A-State Nevada winner in what was the stadium's 100th game. And also, that was one of the bigger wins of the 90s. Look, the early 90s, some of those wins were few and far between. That was a big one. The other matchup. 3-6 3-6 pairing, 1985, Arkansas State beating Grambling State 10-7. to Of course, win Eddie Robinson was the head coach there. And then uh, the sixth seed, 2011, A-State 47, Memphis 3. So again, you can vote on that poll at astateredwolves.com slash stadium poll. The voting closes Thursday at 5 p.m. And the next Monday, we'll see who is left in terms of the uh, – four games. So looking forward to that. More A State talk here in just a moment we'll get you caught up with the commitment news from over the weekend, but phone lines are open. Let's shout at David. How are you?
9: Hey Kara, I'm good. Um game I can remember the most in Indian Stadium was the very first game. And I think it was in seventy four, remember the date, but it was against Louisiana Tech. The second deck was not on the press box side yet. It was still under construction. And all I remember, I was in high school and went out there, and I remember it was a brawl. They got in a big fight. Both benches cleared. There were helmets being thrown, helmets going in the air. Uh, remember the chant from the ASU students, go to hell, Louisiana, go to hell. And I mean, it was just a free-for-all.
1: How many brawls involving Arkansas State Louisiana Tech happened over the years?
9: I don't know. I mean, I, I just remember that one. I remember I was in high school and I went out there. It was a big buzz in town because, the you know, it was the first game in the new yeah. stadium. And uh, I just remember that one. Uh, I can't really remember a fight that I've seen out there since that one. I probably have seen one. But the other thing, the Cardinals, whether they should be sellers or not, I don't think the Cardinal fans are for being sellers if this GM is going to be the one doing the selling
1: well he's not going to go anywhere in the next two weeks so this is this is how it's going to go
9: well i just i mean he's made some poor choices we're in the situation we're in because of him and i don't trust him to sell off the core of the team to uh, make some more bad decisions but that's i'm guessing cardinal fans as a whole do not want to be sellers depending on who it is they're talking about selling and what they can get.
1: Well, look, Nolan Arenado is not going anywhere. Paul Goldschmidt's not going anywhere. The guys that would be sold would be the players whose contracts are up at the end of the season. So we're talking about Flaherty. We're talking about Montgomery. We're talking about Hicks. Of course, the thing that stinks is where the Cardinals are really, really, really hurting is pitching. So, right. so now, how does that help?
9: about them make, being in play for this Kid from California, Otani.
1: I I don't know. I don't know the the. Now,
9: if they wanted to trade all those players to get him, yeah, I would. I'd do that in a second. I think the fans would do that. Now, the problem would be keeping them. But you know, we've hired some big stars before that ended up just doing whatever they had to do to stay in St. Louis once they were there.
1: I don't think Otani is likely for a couple of reasons. One, we just we have. I agree with you that a lot of the mess that that the Cardinals are in is due to Mazaylock, but a lot of it is also due to Bill DeWitt and Bill DeWitt's reluctance to ever write the big checks, especially pitching-wise. So it would be hard to see the Cardinals make a play at at Otani free agency-wise because I don't think they're going to be willing to write a big enough check to be able to to get him to St. Louis. And so if you don't think you're going to get him in free agency, you're not going to trade away your entire farm system to get him for a half a year where you're already significantly out of performing in multiple games out of the playoffs. I just don't find it likely. And I can't even imagine what a package for Otani is going to look like. You're talking about one of baseball's best hitters and one of baseball's best pitchers all bundled up together. The trade package what? for him is going to be enormous if if it happens uh, this, this month.
9: Is Tyler O'Neal one of the ones they'd get rid of?
1: I, I I guess, I don't know what his contract status looks like. I think that's more of the, the fact that with O'Neal, there was the the situation that unfolded at the beginning of the season, and then also, you know, it's, it's not like he is actually a reliable player, unfortunately, due to his injury status. But due to the fact that he's injured so often, I don't know how many teams are out there beating down the Cardinals door to get him because he is not a guy who you can 100% count on to be out there.
9: Well, I've heard Edmund's name mentioned. I hope they don't get rid of him.
1: I just, looking at who the Cardinals, I mean, a lot of this is going to be due to contract situations, and those guys are are not guys that have, they're not going to be free agents at the end of the season, so I'm not really, I I don't really understand where those names are coming from. Again, Montgomery will be a free agent at the end of the season, Flair Uh, Hicks, uh, Paul DeYoung has a club option at the end of the season, but otherwise he's going to be a free agent. I think those would be the the main four that you would, that you're going to see the most rumors and, and potential moves with.
9: Well, what could they get for them that would help them?
1: I don't know. I, I really don't because, again, the issue is that most of those guys are pitchers and you need pitching. Uh, so, so I don't, I don't know. I really don't. Um, that's the Best same- reason I
9: was thinking the tiny thing might be possible just for this year is because you're giving, you'd be giving them all those pitchers for him. They get rid of his contract and then try and come up with some kind of a deal to keep them.
1: Yeah. But they're going to also want players that are under long-term control. Uh, if they're if they're giving up Otani, so you'd be looking at I don't know if you'd be looking at guys like Jordan Walker, Mason Wynn, or all of the above, or Tink Hints, or again, all of the above, the package for the package for Walter for excuse me, Otani is gonna be absolutely absurd. Unlike anything we've ever seen before.
9: Well I would swap Otani for Walker.
1: I would too, but it's gonna take a boatload more than that.
9: Well I know. I know, but I'm just saying I just I've heard that as a possibility and that would be that would be a big boost for, for the Cardinals right now.
1: It would be. I now, find I it know, extremely I, I'm unlikely, holding, to. I'm still
9: holding out hope for this year. Uh, you know, they've been down this many games in September before and made the playoffs.
1: You might be on an island there. I love the optimism, but I'm unfortunately not there with you. I do not share it.
9: Well, no, that's what I'm saying. Not right now. We need a shot in the arms.
1: Yeah.
9: I mean, I just, you know, with Otani, you're at least getting a, a – a winning pitcher and he's a great hitter.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But I, again, I just, I, if, if the Cardinals were within eight, maybe, but they're just, they're just so far back and just so lost. Well, what do you, looking.
9: what do you think everyone was saying when they were down 13 in September?
1: That was still a better team, though. That was a team at that point in time that even though they were they were that far out of the the conversation a couple of years ago back in September, that was still a team that was around five hundred
9: well, it was a better managed team
1: yeah i don't uh, yeah, I agree with you on that
9: but anyway that my game that I remember the most at a s u was that very first game I saw in that stadium okay and uh it was it was a lot of fun
1: David appreciate the phone call,
9: okay, thanks see ya.
1: I hope he holds on to that optimism (laughs) because I too would like to be optimistic about the Cardinals. I'm just not. I'm just absolutely not. Unfortunately, right now, uh, nine three Oh three seven seven six is the number to call. Let's circle back around to, uh, some a state talk here for a moment. Again, we told you the latest round of that poll is, uh, out and updated, but a state also with some commitment news over the weekend as they added in their 11th player to the class of 2024. First specialist, And this player's name is Clayton Amaya. He is a kicker out of Smithson Valley High School in Texas. I think that's somewhere in the General San Antonio area is where that is at. Uh, But kind of an interesting thing here with with Amaya, he works with former A-State kicker Nick Gatto. Gatto uh, was at A-State in the late 90s, a very successful kicker, and he has been a kicking coach in, in Texas for I don't know how long, for a while now. Um, he had some positive things to say about Amaya in a write-up here from a saying, quote, his ball strike is very smooth and very clean since he and I started working together. The sound of the ball when it comes off of his foot is like a cannon. Amaya was a third-team-class 5A All-State selection last season, which 5A is the second-largest classification in Texas high school football. He was 8 of 11 on field goals, 66 of 67 extra points. And, of course, because Butch likes his multi-sport athletes, this guy also plays soccer, and he's pretty good at that as well. I think what's interesting here, you know, is you— You have to have a backup plan for Dominic Zavada, right? For for multiple reasons. I mean, so many different things can happen. One, you know, as long as he continues to have the success that he has, other teams are going to come for him, and they are going to throw money at him. They threw money at him this offseason. So, you got to have it just in case there. Yeah, I mean, kickers just like other players get hurt. You got to have it just in case there. And then, of course, eventually... Dominic Zavada is going to graduate. So the way that this potentially could look is that, you know, if Amaya comes in, maybe he could redshirt year one, and then he would be a redshirt freshman. The year that Zavada is a senior. So then you would have just a nice transition there. Now that's assuming this young man excels at the collegiate level. But uh, it's it's not, you know, it's not a situation where A State is going, oh no, oh no, Zavada's about to move on. No, you just gotta you just gotta have a backup plan. Speaking of Zavada, he lands on the pro football focus college Sunbelt Conference preseason team. Uh that team is really light on Arkansas State representation. In fact, Zavada is the first team kicker. Corey Rucker lands on the list as a third team wide receiver. And that is it. I don't know what team had the most players represented on the preseason list for PFF College, but uh, A-State and ULM are, are tied for the fewest number of selections with two apiece. I Look, the, the hope is that you just, that, that it's significantly more than that at the end of the season. All of these preseason lists are based on Of course, what Arkansas State and its roster did last year. And a four-win season is not going to get you a lot of preseason accolades and love. So when we see these continued previews come out and these continued all-conference lists come out, and when we look ahead to next week and you got the Sunbelt poll that comes out, they're not going to be high on A-State. I get it. Also, when you look around the field, a lot of the, the, the key positions for the Red Wolves are going to have new faces. So, hard to do a really in-depth preview when you're trying to recap what a guy did that wasn't here last year. But you can see that preseason Sunbelt team at profootballfocus.com. Uh, and other A-State news as we continue to get caught up on just headlines from the weekend news and notes from the weekend Brian hodson has been busy for A-State men's hoops he has been handing out a ton of offers you know if you follow A-State Nation like I do on Twitter of course they always retweet those offers and there's, there's a bunch one of the most recent players offered Farmington guard Lane Taylor who also has offers from Montana State, Sam Houston State, Tarleton State and others Very, very busy as he starts looking ahead at his class of 2024. Of course, the early period for college hoops, basketball players to sign is early November, I think. I want to say that somewhere around the first or or second Wednesday in November when those players can sign. So he's already trying to make a little bit of hay. So they can not just acquire talent via the portal, but also from the high school ranks. As well, I did see an interesting write-up about Hodson, by the way. As on three, put out today a college coach's confidential. Saying, quote, which coach do you fear the most on the recruiting trail? And Hodson's name comes up in this a couple of times. From a former Big 12 coach. He says, quote, Brian Hodson is a relentless man. A new name on the trail, but he's a shark, end quote. A current SEC coach. Also says, quote, Hodson was an absolute shark. And Petway right there with him, end quote, who, of course, was another Alabama assistant last season. Is that is that what we're going to call Hodson, by the way, the shark? That's what his peers call him. Not that coaches necessarily need nicknames, but <laughs> they uh, they have some pretty impressive words of praise there. So I'm fascinated to see what this next class looks like for Hodson, this next roster, looking ahead to next year where, you know, he will be going out and recruiting some high school talent, kind of unlike this year where it was just trying to fill some holes, trying to get this roster intact and get ready for the upcoming season. Speaking of the upcoming season, I don't—I've not seen any new games announced for A-State men's basketball, but I did start making a list of the schedule and what that looks like next year. What we know so far, so there are a handful of games. I think one, two, three, four, five, six, seven—maybe seven of the thirteen non-conference opponents known so far so we'll continue to start seeing a little bit of news regarding that schedule here and there as we go along i would expect unfortunately probably a couple more couple more uh road games since that seems to be the case with this schedule in the early going but uh, i tell you what let's uh, let's step aside and take another break. 9303776 is the number to call. Our question today about the Sunbelt. Will Sunbelt football in 2023 be better than worse than or about the same as it was in 2022? When we come back, I tell you what, let's check in on SEC Media Day. I think I think uh it's a wrap on Greg Sankey's comments. We'll see what he had to say. We'll do that next here on the ticket the
0: only sports host around that has a dog
10: named crash davis and when you speak of me speak well
0: Kara richie on the workday red zone
10: corn and wheat prices falling this hour hello i'm scotty woodson on the eab ag network with your eab new market report September corn at 498.5 down eight. With December corn at 505.5, and a half down eight and a quarter. August soybeans at 1481 up three quarters. With September soybeans at 1402 and a quarter up two and a half. September we did 653 down eight and a half. With December, we did 672 and 3 quarters down eight. December cotton at 82.27 up 105. With March cotton at 82.17 up 82. September Rice at 1536 down 12 and a half. November rice at 1532 down 21. Moving on to livestock now. August live cattle 18047 and a half up 30 with October live cattle 18235 down 27 and a half. August feeder cattle at 247, 62 and a half up 97 and a half. September feeder cattle 25010 up 87 and a half. July lean hogs at 10240 up 42 and a half with August hogs at 9585 down 35. That's your EAB new market report and I'm Scotty Woodson. Have a great day.
1: If you came across someone struggling with hunger How would you recognize them? By their clothes? Their age? The way they speak? Would you notice an eight-year-old girl who's not not excited excited for for summer break because she may not be having lunch again until September? Or a single father of
11: two who works three Three part-time jobs and still can't put enough
8: food on the table?
1: Or maybe a mother who cleans offices at night, hoping to find meeting leftovers to take home to her hungry family? or a war veteran who's having having a hard hard time landing a job and getting back on his feet. I am the one in eight Americans who struggle with hunger. People you pass by every day but never knew were hungry. I am hunger in America.
0: Hunger can be hard to recognize. Learn why at IamHungerInAmerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America, 200 Food Bank Strong, and the Ad Council.
6: Hey, farmers, WT Equipment in Jonesboro and Pocahontas is open and ready to equip the farmers of Northeast Arkansas. At WT Equipment, we have both new and pre-owned New Holland T9, T8. T7 and T6 tractors available for sale now, ranging from 125 to 620 horsepower. Both new and pre-o New Holland CR combines also available now. New Holland SP model sprayers ready to roll now. Come see us at WT Equipment in Jonesboro or Pocahontas, or visit our website at wtequip.com.
5: WT Equipment, let's get it done. Hytro's mission is to create material handling technology and relationships that move the world.
12: You see the mission statement being
2: lived out pretty much everywhere at HITROL.
6: It's a pretty unique mission in that there's a greater purpose in it. You think about the idea of moving the world. Everything that we use in our day-to-day lives, that our families use, everything is impacted by the work
13: that we do at HITROL so there's a bigger purpose there. Become a part of the Troll family. Visit careers.hytrol.com.
5: There is a star-spangled celebration all July at Local Tire and Wheel, where we're giving you freedom from high payments with our nine-month same-as-cash program. You get the tires you require and the wheels you desire today, and we'll give you nine months to pay. Plus, all active and former members of our military always get 25% off at Local Tire and Wheel, and as you get ready for summer road trips, make sure you're riding on safe dependable tires because fireworks should be the only thing popping this July, not your tires. Nine months same as cash. Payments to fit every budget. No credit check and everyone approved. And all local tire and wheel deals include roadside assistance and our road hazard protection program. And we offer $50 referral cash back. There is a star-spangled celebration all July at local tire and wheel, where we're giving you freedom from high payments with nine months same as cash. Local tire and wheel, 1518 South Carolina in Jonesboro localtireandwheel.com and on Facebook search local tire and wheel Jonesboro turn it up and annoy your coworkers who wear the wrong
0: colors back to the workday red zone here's Kara Ritchie.
1: Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Ryan with you. 930-3776 is the number to call on the right fiber hotline by Ritter Communications. Just saw a new list come out from the Shrine Bowl. Where they have put out. The Shrine Bowl 1000 representing the best all-star game eligible players From all levels of college football and from Arkansas State, Jeff Foreman makes that list. I expect big things from him this season. I do. I've said that before. I'm going to continue to say it. I don't know if an Omar Bayless caliber senior season is is possible, but I like to think so. I think he's going to put it all together this year, and I'm really excited to see him. Uh, By the way, you can help A-State Athletics and the Red Wolves student-athletes, right now by donating to the Impact Club. You can make a monthly commitment and get access to team newsletters, special gear, and exclusive access that you're not going to find anywhere else. Find out more and give today at impactclub.com. That's impact spelled with a pack, I-M-P-A-C-K-T-Club.com. Uh KavanaughCars.com question, will the Sunbelts this season be better than, worse than, or about the same as? It was last year. Right now, 52% of you saying better than, which is the leader in the clubhouse. Nationally, all eyes on Nashville as the SEC has invaded the area and uh, SEC media days are underway. Greg Sankey, of course, did his State of the SEC speech. I guess he spoke for somewhere in the neighborhood of 45 minutes to an hour and address numerous topics about the league. But, uh, of course, some of the interesting news about what he was going to discuss was actually trickling out before he took the podium. And one of the headlines of the day is the fact that next year's SEC Media Days will be held in Dallas. So, a little bit of a different venue there. As the league, of course, is going to be welcoming in Texas and Oklahoma next year. So, that is... Uh, the next venue. Of course, what makes that really interesting. Look, I know Dow- the SEC media days is, is wild. And I know Dallas is uh, certainly an area that a lot of people in in this area frequent. It's not that bad of a drive. Go watch Cowboys games. Go watch your Rangers games. But next year, SEC media days, I think it's going to be the 15th through the 18th. And the MLB All-Star game, which will be held in Arlington, is going to be the 16th. That is going to be an insane scene next summer in the Dallas area. Holy moly. A lot of people invading uh, that part of the country to take place in either one or both of those events. It will undoubtedly be, <laughs> be a big deal. Uh, Sankey, of course, spoke about several other topics. Talked about you know the potential of, of moving the SEC championship game. Said no to that. Going to keep it in Atlanta. Uh, talked a little bit on NLI, wanting to establish league-wide rules. Saying, quote, I'm one who thinks we should be able to administer our own rules. And so, so, so much more as I'm still waiting through his comments here. But as I sift through those, let's go to the phones and check in with Miss Lisa. How are you? Oh, I'm, I'm okay.
11: Might as well say I'm okay. Um, It is so hot outside. Yeah. And I I just walked out there and brought the trash can in, and I'm about to faint. Uh, Talking about the SEC, moving the meetings, I love these SEC days. It doesn't matter what days they are. They can be Big Ten, Sun Belt. I'm going to watch them because I want to know as much as I can uh, before the season starts. But I, for one, it doesn't bother me that they moved it to Dallas and mm-hmm. they said, Well, this is Texas's first year. Well it's not Texas A and Ms and uh and Houston and Dallas both I mean Austin both are a long way right uh from Dallas. Last time I looked, am I correct? Yeah, I, I think you are correct. And I think I am. And I got tired. i tell you what I got tired of, and I I told different ones that the roundup thing we had. I was tired of Alabama and out Auburn having a stranglehold on it year after year after year in Birmingham. I got tired of that. So I'd rather it be in Texas. But uh, I heard maybe they might move it to, like, Memphis for a few years. Hmm. And then maybe I'll still be living by They get around that, you know, and maybe I can go. I'd like to go to one just to see all the coaches in one area. You know, I, I just would, but it'll probably never happen. But anyway, well, the poor Cardinals are still the poor Cardinals,
1: aren't they? <laughs> They are. You come. You cannot. If you have any hope of redemption for the rest of the season, you can't lose to the Nationals. I know it was no. only one game, but you can't. You can't lose to a team that is that bad on purpose. I. Am, it's just. It's just like
11: football. It'd be like Ohio State losing to Indiana, or say I, I don't know. Yeah, that's, I don't that's know. a Card- good comparison. The Cardinals are better than that. Yeah. But anyway, well, I'll let you go, but this is my time of year, and uh, I'm ready for it to start. Now, I'm not, <laughs> I'm, I may not have any electricity next week. My electricity bill's paid, and I bought my ticket first last week. So I'm telling you, and I know the media gets in, and I'm glad you can do that. I, I'd take advantage of it all I could. Yes. Yeah. But how do how do people afford these things?
1: Seriously, I I don't know. I I truly I truly don't know. I know that look if I if I had to, gosh, pay for everything that a lot of fans pay for, especially those that go on all the road trips, I would. Pro- I, I don't know if I'd have to sell a kidney or what, Miss Lisa. To be honest with you, I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't know no, how I I'd tried. be able to handle that. I asked my doctor, and he said, "Lisa, you're a diabetic. They wouldn't take."
11: just one kidney so see i can't even give a kidney not even out of love for a kid or nothing like that so that's out that's all the question for me but anyway we love our sport well anyway
1: thank you for taking my call thanks love our sports we love talking season as well we'll talk more about talking season here in a moment we got to step aside for a break here on the ticket
0: Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara.
8: Take that for data.
0: The Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network.
14: I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. In today's NFL, the running back position is starting to become a dying breed. There's still plenty of elite athletes, but due to the wear and tear of the position, NFL teams are losing that bell cow mentality in favor of committee approach. And that made extensions difficult for stars like Saquon Barkley and Josh Jacobs and Austin Eckler, three running backs who can do it all. But when you look at the Super Bowl champs over the last decade, it makes sense why teams may be more hesitant to commit to those players long-term. Kansas City won the Super Bowl last year with a seventh-round draft pick, Isaiah Pacheco. 2021, the Rams used second-round pick Cam Akers. The year before that, Tampa Bay rode Leonard Fournette. The three running backs combined to make less than $6 million in base salary. Barkley, Jacobs, and Eckler are expecting close to three times that payday. And although it may be hard to see talented players walk, the results speak for themselves. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. I just learned Discover credit cards do something pretty awesome. At the end of your first year, they automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you've earned doubled. All the cash back from eating at your favorite restaurant or cash back from that trip where you sort of learned to snowboard. That's also doubled. And the best part, you don't have to do anything ridiculous to get it. No, Discover does it automatically. Seriously, though, see the terms and check it out for yourself. Discover.com slash match. When an intruder threatens your home, every second counts. That's why Simply Safe is launching 24 7 live guard protection. With a fast protect monitoring plan, if an intruder breaks into your home, Simply Safe monitoring agents can actually see it and speak to and deter them through the camera. It's a game changer in home security. And right now, get 20% off any Simply Safe system when you sign up for Fast Protect Monitoring. Visit SimplySafeDan.com. That's SimplySafeDan.com. There's no safe likes.
10: Now is the time to say big at Central Buick GMC, where you can get rates as low as 0.9 for 36 months on 2023 GMC Sierras with a the- credit and new redesigned 24 gmc heavy duty sierras are now arriving it's christmas in july at central buick gmc take one of our vehicles home today for your early christmas present and be sure to bring the kids to see santa claus at the gmc store on saturday july the 22nd from 11 till 2 big savings and santa claus for christmas in july at central buick gmc on parker road in jonesboro or online at
5: centralbuickgmc.com lose weight the healthy way with medication assisted weight loss at elite total health in jonesboro see losing weight doesn't have to be hard you don't have to starve yourself you don't have to spend your whole day eating bars and drinking shakes elite total health has a trusted medical team in place that's going to help you lose weight in a safe and effective way elite total health has helped patients lose over sixty-six hundred pounds and counting see elite total health is medication assisted weight loss delivered by a team that customizes a plan to fit your life and your goals so by now you've probably heard about semaglutide the celebrities and the influencers they all talk about it see semaglutide can lead to dramatic weight loss and elite total health has semaglutide Glutide and multiple other weight loss medication options that will help you lose weight. Start your weight loss journey today with Elite Total Health. Call 870-206-8250. Go see them at 2203 East Nettleton in Jonesboro, right next door to Elite Men's Health and Rob Taylor State Farm. Get started today with Elite Total Health. Find out more on Facebook when you search Elite Total Health Jonesboro. Whether you're building a home, repairing it, or just starting a do-it-yourself project, trust J.T. White
10: Hardware and Lumber to help you get the job done. J.T. White Hardware and Lumber has been family-owned for more than 50 years and are an authorized dealer for Anderson Windows and Doors. Trust the name The Pros Trust and the one used on the most building sites, J.T. White Hardware and Lumber. All the tools and materials needed for any project, large or small. J.T. White Hardware and Lumber on Parker Road, just off I-555 at Harrisburg Road. A proud supporter of the A-State Red Wolves.
0: Be part of the conversation on the Workday Red Zone. Phone lines open now, 930-3776.
1: Hey, just a couple five minutes left in this noon hour here on the ticket, 930-3776. The number to call on the Right Fiber Hotline by ritter communications uh coming up in the second hour continue to talk of course sec media day and then go through the slate there uh, more discussion on the kavanaughcars.com question as well and we'll we'll get into a little bit more cordial talk in the second hour of the program as we look at what might be ahead over the next couple of weeks as we get closer and closer to the trade deadline i think that sounds like a pretty tolerable slate for hour two uh, looking at that dot cars.com question again from top to bottom will Sunbelt football in 2023 be better than worse than or about the same as it was in 2022 and we'll look at what would have to occur for each one of those answers to to possibly take place but as we look around the sports world in other news and notes um, I'm not exactly I, I would not call myself like a huge cycling fan Um, I do in fact own a bicycle I Read it a couple times this summer. Rode it a couple times this summer without falling off of it. So that's that's good. But in terms of actually following cycling, I'm really, really out of the loop on what goes on. Now, I know what the Tour de France is, right? Because that's that huge race they have in France where they are on their bicycles for like an entire month. And it's super grueling. They're there in the mountains. I can't even imagine. I know what that is. Of course, Americans, we got really into it for a few years when Lance Armstrong was continuously kicking butt and taking names uh, before we all realized that he was just a big, fat, dirty cheater. Maybe not fat, because again, he cycled a lot, but, you know, definitely dirty. Uh, But that's going on right now, if you were unaware. The issue with one of the most recent stages of the Tour de France is that they had a massive wreck, which tends to happen when everybody is grouped together, right? It's like a big, awful game of dominoes, because one cyclist will fall down and then if they're anywhere close to the front then automatically 30 cyclists fall down it's it's a mess now they had that big wreck they were able to resume without any kind of crazy incident but there's a video about what caused the wreck and it's not because of one of the cyclists there was a fan Lining the road that had their arm out into the street. Probably taking a selfie. Who knows? And so that fan hit the cyclist and just caused a massive meltdown. So just a reminder that if you're at a big sporting event, put down your damn phone. This also goes for concerts. Nobody wants to watch an entire concert behind you because you have your phone up for two hours. Are you going to go back and watch that entire video? No, you're not. Because you're going to go find a better version of it on YouTube anyways. Put down your phone. I am begging. A lot of times when people are on their phones a lot on sidelines or during games or things like that, you're just like begging for something bad to happen. You're begging to take, you're you're begging for like a basketball to hit your beer while you've got your beer in one hand and your phone in the other or getting drilled by a foul ball or, you know, causing an accident with 45 different cyclists. Just put down your phone. It'll be okay. I promise you can find some other way to remember the event later on down the line. Oh, it looks like one of my biggest questions for SEC Media Day is being answered currently. If you're unaware today, I think the slate is, let's see, I know LSU is is uh, going through their Media Day Q&A today. I think it's Mizzou and Texas A&M as, as well. So since LSU and, and head coach Brian Kelly were going through the Q&A, one of my biggest questions going into Media Days was what accent – That Brian Kelly would use to go through his media day Q&A. And I guess he has been asked this. As I don't have the question that was asked of Kelly. But he did say, quote, I think my accent is pretty good. And has gotten better during the recruiting process, end quote. So I don't know if that means like his Cajun accent. Or one of the other accents that Kelly has adopted during his time in Baton because he is really just a uh, he's a conversational chameleon he's going to adopt whatever accents he thinks might land him a commitment or, or help out his program in some other way I mean props to him just completely disregarding the fact that there is video evidence of his changing his accent every 10 minutes it's actually quite impressive We'll see if we can find video of whatever accent Brian Kelly is speaking in today at SEC Media Days. More on Media Days coming up at the second hour of the program as well. Cardinal talk, uh, A-State Sunbelt talk, that's all on the way. So uh, this is the music, though. We need to step aside and take a break since this wraps up Hour 1. We'll be back for more in just a moment on the Ticket Radio Network.
13: This is Willow's Wall with your Monday Ticket Radio Network Sports Update. Brian and Plans entire service. Another commitment to the A-State football program over the weekend. The 11th for the class of 2024. And the first specialist among that number, kicker Clayton Amaya from Smithson Valley High School in Texas announced his commitment to A-State over the weekend. In baseball, the Cardinals back from the all-star break, taking two out of three from the Washington Nationals. Jack Flaherty with seven strikeouts through six innings for his fourth straight win, Nolan Gorman and Paul Goldschmidt went deep as the Cardinals doubled up the Nationals 8-4, first of a three-game series with the Miami Marlins this evening at Busch Stadium with the pregame coverage at 5.50, first pitch 6.45 on 95-9 The Wolf. And a rough one for the Memphis Redbirds, they gave up as many walks as they did runs in an 11-3 loss to the Gwinnett Stripers to drop two out of three in their three-game series, Mason Wynn went deep. Three for five at the plate with two RBI in the loss. Four tires in one hour. Guaranteed a plant entire service. And that's the latest from the Ticket Radio Network.
0: It's Slim Sanity at Slim Chickens. Featuring a head-to-head matchup of two new wing flavors. Get some saucy sweet heat with Honey Hot. A glaze of honey mixed with maple and smoldering cayenne. Or that tangy southern taste of Carolina Gold. A zesty rich southern sauce with a subtle kick delicious additions to the House Wing flavors lineup. Try them with a meal or grab them with your next catering order of party trays for the ultimate win. Only at Slim Chickens.
5: At Centennial Bank, our focus has always been on the people and communities we serve. And that's something that will never change. We're passionate about the same things you are. That's why we're proud to support Arkansas State University and all our communities in Northeast Arkansas. Whether it's opening up a new account, Online or mobile banking, we're helping you with the perfect loan. Our promise is to always be here for you. At Centennial Bank,
2: we're banking with you in mind. Centennial Bank, member FDIC.
6: Are you ready to level up your career? We may be looking for you. Trinity Rail Maintenance Services in Jonesboro is hiring welders, heavy assemblers, equipment operators, and more. We offer competitive pay and benefits, including two weeks paid vacation, 40 hours of paid sick time, nine paid holidays, and bonus incentives. Apply online at jobs.trend.net. That's J-O-B-S dot T-R-I-N dot net again. Trinity Rail Maintenance Services in Jonesboro is hiring welders, heavy assemblers, equipment operators, and more. We offer competitive pay and benefits, including two weeks paid vacation, 40 hours of paid sick time, nine paid holidays, and bonus incentives. Apply online at jobs.trend.net. That's J-O-B-S dot, T-R-I-N dot net. Trinity Rail, delivering goods for the good of all. Trinity Industries is an equal opportunity employer
5: jonesborough's arkansas's fastest growing city a perfect fit for seven brew seven brew coffee is open seven days a week with service that will never slow you down great drinks and
13: fun on the corner of red wolf and stallings seven brew coffee is now open
10: brought to you by central life sciences the leaders in post-harvest grain protection Small bugs can decimate post-harvest stored grain, especially weevils. They burrow into kernels and eat away at your bottom line. Bugs aren't wasting any time, so neither should you. Protect your grain with the new Gravista D insecticide. It's the only dual-purpose dry product on the market that combines a synergized adulticide with an insect growth regulator. Don't take a chance with bugs? Protect your grain from monster bug problems with Gravista D insecticide from Central Life Sciences. Visit BugFreeGrains.com to learn more. Self-monitor your blood
7: pressure and For easy-to-remember steps, self-monitoring is power. Visit ManagerBP.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, the American Heart Association, and the American Medical Association. In partnership with the Office of Minority Health and Health Resources and Services Administration. This
0: is KNEA K237FI 95.3 and K245CW 96.9 Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon. The Ticket Radio Network halftime's over and we're getting back to work hour two of the Workday Red Zone begins now here's Kara Ritchie
1: Back to the Workday Lose, Red
5: Lose
1: Zone. Kara and Ryan hanging out with you for a, another hour on a Monday edition of the Workday Red Zone. Monday. Yay. Hey, it's getting better. We're into talking season. Although, look, hey, every day is talking season on a sports radio show, but uh, SEC Media Day's underway today. And uh, looking ahead to next week, we'll have Sunbelt Conference Media Day. And very excited for the coverage from both, of course. Greg Sankey has already done his State of the SEC spiel. And I'm sure you can find recaps of that just about anywhere your heart desires on the interwebs. And then now they're actually kind of getting into the the meat and the potatoes with the coaches. Uh, Brian Kelly is speaking today. Uh, Missouri, Eli Drinkwitz will be on the podium today. And Texas A&M as well. I like Eli Drinkwitz, by the way, in terms of his quips. Like he's a good, he's a good speaker. He's got he's got good lines. He's got good quotes. There will be something that comes out that he says today that'll be noteworthy. That'll be uh, that'll go maybe not viral, but it'll be talked about and discussed about and, and things like that. I, I look forward to that. I mean, it's talking season. You want to see the talkers be entertaining. And hopefully that will be the case. Looking ahead to next week, Tuesday and Wednesday, the Workday Red Zone will be live in New Orleans at the Sheraton Hotel for Sunbelt Conference Media Day. And actually, we'll be bringing you two different stints of Sunbelt coverage, Matt Stoltz and I will, as we'll be live from New Orleans bright and early on Tuesday and Wednesday. In fact, our coverage will actually start at 7 a.m. We'll run until 10 a.m., then JC at RWRC Radio is going to take over for a couple of hours, and uh, we'll be back at noon for more of the Workday Red Zone. So all in all, we're looking at uh, seven straight hours, I believe, of coverage on both Tuesday and Wednesday. We have not got the full schedule yet, but do anticipate being able to catch up with all of the league's coaches as well as a lot of the student-athlete contingents as well. Of course, we'll bring you all the all the A-State people I'm uh, really looking forward to that. Justin Parks and Malik Straker are going to be representing the Red Wolves. Which, of course, Butch Jones will be there uh, in the past. I think uh, I think Jeff Purinson went last year, so hopefully we can catch up with him as well while he is down there. And so much more uh, coming up with those two days that will be in New Orleans. And then, of course, we'll also, you know, talk a lot about beignets. Because <laughs> what else do you do while you're in NOLA? Beignets and oysters. That's going to be, I know, my diet while I'm down there. So, Undoubtedly, we'll be sharing a picture or two here or uh, or there of uh of the meal plan while we're in the Crescent City. Uh, the KavanaughCars.com dot com question today is mentioned is about the Sun Belt. and from top to bottom, will Sunbelt football in twenty twenty three be better than, worse than, or about the same as it was in twenty twenty two? Of course, how we talk about leagues always is usually heavily based on. What they do in non-conference play, right? So right now, 52% of you are saying better than. So for the Sun Belt to be better in 2023 than it was in 2022, there would need to be more non-conference wins and more statement wins. If you go back to last year in the Sun Belt, when you look at those high-profile non-conference wins, uh, the league started out strong in week one with newcomer Old Dominion being able to go out and get a... Victory against Virginia Tech. But then week two was like the week for the belt. Because in week two, you had Appalachian State going and picking up a win against Texas A&M. You had Georgia Southern pretty much going out and getting Scott Frost fired at Nebraska because they got a win on the road at Nebraska. And then Marshall went out and got a victory on the road at Notre Dame. You also had non-conference wins by Louisiana, South Alabama, and in Texas State that same week. Although those were over peer group of five opponents. So that was a monster week in the league. But then after that, while there were still non-conference wins to be had, they just weren't as high profile. In fact, week three was actually kind of terrible for the league with the exception of a Coastal Carolina win over Buffalo. But when you look at at last year, all in all, for the Sunbelt to improve on 2022, just more non-conference wins, higher profile wins, a better bowl showing than what the league did last year when it went three and four in Sunbelt bowl games. So is it possible for the Sunbelt to eclipse that of 2023? Well, certainly there's opportunities on the schedule. Interestingly enough, as best I can tell, the Sun Belt is an underdog in every single one of its non-conference games in week one. Now, that's not necessarily surprising that A-State is a dog at Oklahoma or that Coastal Carolina is going to be a dog going all the way across the country and playing at UCLA or that Texas State is an underdog at Baylor. But I'm maybe a little bit surprised that, you know, maybe South Alabama couldn't Be closer in the spread against Tulane. Um, Gosh, there's really not a lot of group of five matchups. A lot of FCS matchups for week one in the Sun Belt. But again, for the league to be able to really raise some eyebrows this year like it did last year, kind of have to look at week two, where there are opportunities with App State going to North Carolina, with James Madison going to Virginia, with a state hosting Memphis, and uh, some other Power 5 matchups like Southern Miss going to Florida State and Troy going to Kansas State. But the Sun Belt goes out and has a monster week two again. It's going to continue to raise eyebrows about this league around the country. Now, the Sun Belt has already, for years now, eclipsed the MAC and eclipsed Convert USA in terms of its performance. What it's got to do next is be better than the AAC, and then eventually the Mountain West as well. The AAC is significantly weaker with UCF, with Houston, with Cincinnati all joining the Big 12 along with BYU. So that's the next step is to be perceived as the best group of five league in the country. And there's still work to do. Of course, how this league fares in, in non-conference play will be a big, big part of that. When we look at teams that, that could be better, that could take a step in, in helping the, the non-conference record, I think App State will be better than they were last year. They started out, they looked like they were going to be crazy good last year, right? Like they had that wild game in week one where they went out and... Lost to North Carolina, but the two teams put up 40 points in the fourth quarter. Then week two, they went and won at Texas A&M was wild. And then week three, they hosted game day. Had that last second win. And then they weren't any good after that. I don't want to say they weren't any good, but they just really kind of fell off at the end of the season. And they didn't go to a bowl game, which was really stunning. I don't think that'll happen in back-to-back seasons. Coastal Carolina, of course, had the coaching change, but they continue to retain Grayson McCall. And if you're going to build around a player, then why not have it be a quarterback? If you're going to build around a quarterback, why not have it be the best one in the Sun Belt? Georgia Southern will be entering its second year under head coach Helton. Possibility that they could be better. I don't have high hopes for Georgia State, but they could always surprise. I don't think that'll be the case. I had high hopes for them last year with all of their returning talent, and uh, they did not live up to that at all. James Madison, of course, will be in its second year in FBS play. So there's a chance that, that they could continue to get better. Marshall, last year won its last five games in a row, counting the bowl game. I'm not sure about Old Dominion. Of course, I do expect Arkansas State to be better. As we look at the West, South Alabama and Troy both excellent last year. Texas State with a new head coach, Southern Miss, able to get some momentum going at the end of their season. So, yes, it is very much possible this league can continue to take a step forward in 2023. That's the positive view of it. We'll look at the not as positive views coming up later on, but let's go ahead and step aside and take a break. Nine three zero three seven seven six is The number to call phone lines will be open during the break. Talk a little bit more about these Cardinals when we come back. That's on the docket here on the Ticket.
0: Enter the Workday Red Zone.
5: Weekdays noon to 2 on the Ticket Radio Network. Join us for the 6th Annual Arkansas State Police Foundation Golf Tournament. Thursday, August 17th at the Paragold Country Club. Presented by First National Bank. It's a four-person scramble. And each player gets a free pair of true golf shoes. Sign up at fnbank.net slash aspf. It's a good time and a great cause as we swing for the green to benefit the blue. It's the 6th Annual Arkansas State Police Foundation Golf Tournament. Presented by First National Bank. Sign up at fnbank.net slash ASPF.
3: Hey y'all, Matthew Cox here at Cox Implement. You wouldn't drive a car without suspension, so why mow without it? At Ferris, our commercial mowers set the bar high as the first and only manufacturer to integrate suspension into our mowers. With racing inspired, patented full suspension and integrating cutty decks, you can go faster, cut better, and not get beat up. Whether you're a professional cutter or a homeowner that wants to mow like a pro, Ferris is there with commercial grade mowers to keep you going strong. Check them out at any Cox Implement location in Hoxie, Highland, or Jonesboro.
10: Central Ford in Truman is Central Satisfaction. What is Central Satisfaction? Making sure you get the best deal on your next vehicle and award-winning customer service after you buy. Central has a great selection of pre owned vehicles on the lot. Check out a huge selection of Ford F-150s, including the Limited and Platinum Package. How about a 2023 Ford Mach-E Mustang? Or a 2020 Lincoln Aviator with low miles? See the for details. Central Ford is Central Satisfaction. Just off I-555 at Exit 29 in Truman and online at centralforttruman.com. Um. Anywhere, anytime, any season, Poinsett
4: Turfgrass Company grows the very best natural grass you can find anywhere. And they do it right here in Northeast Arkansas. Whether it's Tahoma 31 Bermuda, Palisades, Zoysia, Northridge Bermuda, or Tifway 419 Bermuda, Poinsett Turfgrass can provide sod for your home, corporate office, sports field, or an entire golf course. And they harvest all year long. Poinsett Turfgrass, a family-owned company for over 20 years. Call 578-2391 for pickup and delivery. Visit their Facebook
0: page and at PoinsettTurfgrass.com. Some things in life are just too important to chance. When choosing your cardiology team, consider the only hospital with an A rating in patient safety by LeapFrog. Delivering world-class heart and vascular care and an unmatched safety protocol, NEA Baptist stands above the rest. With a team of the most skilled physicians in the region's largest multi-specialty group, your heart is in capable hands. You have a choice in your heart and vascular care. Choose NEA Baptist, where safety isn't a goal, It's a promise. EAB Jonesboro is looking for team members in our sales department, and we are offering a $2,000 signing bonus. EAB Jonesboro is the most listened to multimedia group in Northeast Arkansas, including k Kiss, The Wolf, The Ticket Radio Network, KBTM News Talk, and Bob FM, plus our amazing digital products. If you have media sales experience, apply today. Or if you don't have media sales experience, apply and convince us why you are the person for the job. Send your resume to Lori at eabjonesboro.com that's l-o-r-i-e at eabjonesboro.com and get your future moving in the right direction plus get a two thousand dollar signing bonus if hired become part of the largest media group in the state apply today eab jonesboro is an equal opportunity employer when it comes to
2: vaping the truth can get clouded so let's make it clear
4: Smoky Bear says, avoid using power equipment when it's windy or dry. It's all on smokybear.com because only you can prevent
5: wildfires. Brought to you by the USDA Forest Service, your state forester and the Ad Council.
0: On paper, it's the best sports show around. Back to the workday red zone.
1: Hey, welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Ryan with you. Right Fiber Hotline is open. It's brought to you by Ritter Communications, bringing you the right speed at the right price right now. You can check availability for your area at rightfiber.com. You can call us at 870-930-3776. Looking at uh, what's going on in baseball. Of course, a couple weeks out from the MLB trade deadline. And I know one of the people that I follow the most when it comes to Major League Baseball news is ESPN writer Jeff Passan. He tweets out some tough personal news. But I I wanted to share it because he's a writer that I know so many fellow baseball fans follow. But uh, he posted an update saying that he has a broken back. Uh, He had a large tree limb fall on him doing some storm cleanup however he still has use of his arms legs and twitter fingers uh, he is going to continue to try and do his best to cover the MLB trade deadline but goodness gracious sending out some wishes for a speedy recovery there of course he is the MLB insider does great work And would have been interested to see, as of late, some of his thoughts on Shohei Otani and what could potentially develop there in L.A. I cannot find the graphic that I am looking for specifically. But I saw it making the rounds on Twitter this weekend, and it had a list of all the teams in Major League Baseball that have been under 500 since 2018. And I think there were... Four teams, maybe on that list, have not had a winning season in five years. Of course, the only one on that list that had not had a winning season in the past five years, but also had Mike Trout and Shohei Otani on the roster were, you already know, the LA Angels. Now, again, I cannot wrap my head around what a potential trade for Otani would look like, but uh, there are some new and updated odds from sports betting, AG on the chance that Otani will get traded and they put the probability at about a 75% probability that Otani is going to be traded by the way the over under line for Otani's next contract amount it doesn't have a year total but uh, just the total amount of money $549.5 million dollars for his next contract. I don't know what that amount of money looks like. I can't wrap my head around that number. I don't even know if I have $549 in my bank account right now, let alone 549 million. Gosh. They did also update the odds on Otani's next team and right now the yankees are the leader in the clubhouse 3 to 1 odds that that is where he's, he lands followed by the dodgers at 4 to 1 and the mets at 6 to 1 the cardinals are on the list not too terribly far down it at 14 to 1 although i still continue to find that unlikely now again the, the cardinals do not have to do a full rebuild they just need to get better for next season i know that some of you are still holding out hope that that this team is going to rally And find a way to make it into the the playoff conversation over the next couple of months. But I just, I do not share your optimism. There are 70 games left in the season, 69, somewhere in that number. And for the Cardinals to find their way, even a 500 would require this team winning about 60% of their games for the rest of the season. And I don't find that likely. I also find it unlikely that if this team cannot get to 500, that they would be included in the playoffs. I know the NL Central is down, but it's not that down. It's not so bad that a team below 500 is going to be able to win the division and make it in as a wild card. I'm guessing to be able to make it into the playoff conversation, a team would need to finish at least 8 or 9 games above 500 at the absolute bare minimum. That would mean the Cardinals going somewhere in the neighborhood of 90 and 72. <laughs> no, 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 Wait, I'm not, I'm not doing math very well there. What did I say? About eight games above 500? Let me try that again. Actually, let me not. I can't count right now. <laughs> uh, but uh, it would be a better record than what I just mentioned a moment ago. Or excuse me, not as, not as good of a record. This is why I write down the stats that I use so I don't have to do math live on air because it never, ever, ever works well. But the Cardinals did, uh, looking at the way they played out of the break, they won a series, so they've now won back-to-back series. But I just, I know that in a year like this, every win should be celebrated, but how do you really go out and get excited about series wins over the White Sox and Nationals? To be blunt, both of those needed to be sweeps for me to have any faith whatsoever in this team being able to climb back above the 500 mark at some point in time this season. And they were not. They were a couple more brutal losses. Flashing back to before the break, you know, the first game of the series there against the White Sox was, a, was an 8-7 to seven setback. The first loss of the weekend back from the break. It was a 7-5 loss to the Nationals. It was an extra inning, so it was just painful. Now, Again, credit the Cardinals. They rallied in the past couple of games. They were able to get wins. But, I mean, a series win against the Nationals, a series win against the White Sox, those are like the bare minimums of just respectability. Those are bare minimums of mediocrity. And that's all the Cardinals were able to do over its past two series. Look at it yesterday. You know, it was a group effort. It was a solid performance offensively as there were six different Cardinals that drove in runs. And Flair won his fourth straight start. We're at the point now where you really want to see Jack Flaherty pitch well uh, because he's trade bait. I mean, you want to see him continue to to add to his trade appeal. I'm not sure how many starters are out there on the trade market right now. And where Flair fits in that ranking of, of most desirable starters. But I think with a couple, as players continue to go on the IL across the league, he's he's going to be up there. And I do continue to feel like the Cardinals need to get well to getting good with Flair. Because I feel that that is a very unlikely partnership to continue. I feel like there is too much, I don't know if I want to necessarily say bad blood, but weird blood. Between the Cardinals and Jack Flaherty over the past few years, for this to be a situation where Flair is just itching to re-sign with the St. Louis Cardinals of the offseason. I think he'll go West, assuming he gets West offers. And, and I don't particularly see him with the Cardinals after this season. And, and now I don't see him with the Cardinals after July. Because, again, if he's going to leave you anyways, you might as well see what you can get for him on the trade market. He did turn in a quality start. And when Flair is on, he's been very, very good. He is going to be a a guy that gets you some decent pieces, in my opinion. But, of course, the issue with, with the Cardinals and their free agents, as we referenced earlier, is the fact that the Cardinals need pitching. And the players that are free agents at the end of the season and are most likely to be traded, what are they? They are pitchers. So unless last year are 100% convinced that you can get Jordan Montgomery to re-sign in the offseason, and Flair to re-sign in the offseason, and Hicks to re-sign in the offseason, then you've got to see what's out there. And then also, what are you going to be able to get for these players when, when you want this club to be good again next year? You're not trying to go out and give up these guys for deep sleeper prospects because this team still has the pieces around it to be able to contend in 2024. In theory. I just don't... I don't know what this trade deadline is going to look like. I don't have a ton of faith in the front office right now. I don't know if anybody does. And... It is still just a very, very unfamiliar feeling to watch a Cardinals club that is a seller. And the Cardinals are absolutely, definitely sellers. Cardinals tonight beginning a series against the Miami Marlins. Of course, that is a the team they played just a few weeks back in Miami, but the scene will shift to Bush Stadium for this one. We've had a lot of conversations over the past year, we'll say, about the ones who have got away for the Cardinals, right? I mean, of course, that started last year with Sandy Alcantara winning that Cy Young with the Marlins. It's continued this year with the incredible performances offensively from Rosa Reina and Adolis Garcia. And then, of course, we saw Zach Gallin, uh start the all-star game for the National League. There's just been a lot of conversations about, again, the ones who have gotten away for St. Louis. But I feel like maybe we should add another name to that list as well. Miami is exceeding any and all expectation this year at least to the best of my knowledge I don't remember people a lot of people coming in in this in the off season thinking that Miami was going to be a lock to make the playoffs and I mean they're good they're 11 games over 500 of course we talked a ton about what Arias has done in that quest to get to 400 uh, Alcantara is not having the year that he was last year but so many other players are performing well that it, it kind of negates that a little bit Uh, Miami's been without one of their better players for a huge chunk of the season in Jazz Chisholm because he is constantly hurt, but yet again, they are 11 games above five hundred. And at the helm of Miami is Skip Schumacher. And he is the manager of that team. This is his first year as the manager of that team. And you kind of wonder what would this St. Louis team look like if somebody other than Ollie Marmol was at the helm now i don't know because this roster is such a mess that it might not make that big of a difference it's not it's not like if it was Schumacher in the dugout he'd be able to go out there and pitch for him which has been a massive achilles heel but would it be different if instead of when the cardinals parted ways with Mike Schilt if they had brought in somebody who had spent time out of the organization like a Skip Schumacher instead of continuing to stay internal and promoting Marmol. Again, these are more what-if questions than anything else. But at a certain point in time, I start to significantly question the Cardinals' judgment of constantly staying internal, constantly promoting people through the organization. Now I get wanting to reward somebody who has been loyal to you and who's paid their dues. that is that is absolutely understandable. But there are other teams around Major League Baseball doing great things. There are other ideas in Major League Baseball about how to operate an organization, how to lead an organization that are great ideas. If you are constantly just looking at what you were doing in your own organization, and not trying to find ideas from other places, is that successful? Is that a recipe for success? I mean, this year would tell you no. So when we continue to talk about all the the ones that got away from the St. Louis organization, what if this organization had reached out again last year when it parted ways with Schilt? And decided to bring in Schumacher instead. Because then you kind of got the best of both worlds situation. You got a guy who obviously is very familiar with the way things have been done internally in St. Louis. But has also spent time as a coach of the Padres organization. Of course, he spent time as a player with the Dodgers, with the Reds. And he's been successful pretty much wherever he's gone. Of course, he was I, I kind of forgot that he was with that St. Louis organization in 2022. In fact, hired as a bench coach in 2020, I guess by Ollie? I don't know. Add him to the list. Uh, Looking around elsewhere at Major League Baseball news and notes, Cardinals start today 11 and a half games back in the NL Central standings. Milwaukee, by the way, now on top of the division. As they have played, they in Cincinnati have played back to back series that were kind of sandwiched around the all star break. And so Milwaukee has now won four in a row. Interestingly enough, you know, Cincinnati still is not a great pitching team, but they pitched well in those those last six games. They just all of a sudden didn't didn't have any offense to speak of. A lot of that due to the Brewers' bullpen completely shutting them down. If you're a Reds fan, though, don't worry, as this is just like the best season of news ever. By the way, Cincinnati, so they they just have a stupid good farm system. We've already seen them bring up Ellie De La Cruz. We've seen the success that he has had, but now they're getting ready to to call up another minor league standout. Christian Incarnacion Strand is going to be called up and Yet again, you've got a <laughs> minor league standout. You've got a young player getting promoted by the Reds and ready for his time. So we'll see how he fits in and how he makes an impact. If it's anything remotely like what De La Cruz did back at the beginning of June. Again, Brewers back on top. By the way, this, the Central Division standings are kind of ugly. <laughs> Chicago is the only team in the division with a positive run differential. But yet it looks like, with them being six back, the league leader, or the division leader, excuse me, that they could be sellers. And already teams out there clamoring for Marcus Stroman. And conversations and speculation and rumors going on there that will undoubtedly continue. Any other Top headlines for Major League Baseball. One more. One more interesting story that's came out of Major League Baseball in the last few days. But catch my breath before we dive into that so that's what we'll do we'll step aside take a break phone lines open during the break we'll be back right after this on the ticket
0: when she's not watching sports she's talking about sports and when she's not talking sports she's tweeting about it
3: all right boys how did i tweet on this thing it's Carol richie
0: on the workday red zone
10: now is the time to say big at central buick gmc where you can get rates as low as 0.9 for 36 months on 2023 gmc sierras with approved credit and new redesigned 24 gmc heavy duty sierras are now arriving it's christmas in july at central buick gmc take one of our vehicles home today for your early christmas present and be sure to bring the kids to see santa claus at the gmc store on saturday july the 22nd from 11 till 2 big savings and santa claus for christmas in july at central buick gmc on parker road
5: in jonesboro or online at central buick gmc.com there is a star spangled celebration all july at local tire and wheel where we're giving you freedom from high payments with our nine months same as cash program you get the tires you require and the wheels you desire today, and we'll give you nine months to pay. Plus, all active and former members of our military always get 25% off at local Tire and Wheel. And as you get ready for summer road trips, make sure you're riding on safe dependable tires, because fireworks should be the only thing popping this July, not your tires. Nine months, same as cash, payments to fit every budget, no credit, check, and everyone approved. And all local Tire and Wheel deals include roadside assistance and our road hazard protection program. And we offer $50 referral cash back. There is a star-spangled celebration all July at Local Tire and Wheel, where we're giving you freedom from high payments with nine months same as cash. Local Tire and Wheel, 1518 South Caraway in Jonesboro, localtireandwheel.com and on Facebook, search Local Tire and Wheel Jonesboro. Farmers,
10: harvest will be here before you know it, and Pico Foods is ready to buy your new crop corn in Milo. Before you book, call Pico. A fourth-generation family-owned business and the seventh-largest poultry producer in the U.S., Pico Foods buys direct from local producers at always competitive prices. Pico believes in supporting their own agricultural community and right now they're buying new crop corn and milo. Call today. In Arkansas and Missouri call David Durham or James Chester 870-202-7101 In Alabama and Mississippi call Andrew Parker or John Taylor Hickman 601-670-9383
5: Shop Gamble Home today for stylish name brand furniture to transform your space indoors and out. For a limited time, earn some really great gifts with a minimum purchase. Picture yourself enjoying refreshing drinks on a hot summer day with an Arctic cooler by your side. Explore the outdoors on a brand new bike or get your hands on the top of the line propane gas grill. But hurry, the summer of gift sale ends July 30th. Gamble home in the Farville Curve or on Highland in the uptown of Jonesboro. Gamble
1: home. Shop local, give local.
2: At Right Fiber, we've got your number for gig speed internet. Our new 5 gig speed takes gaming to new heights and sets new standards for streaming. It's a high five, fab five, five star fiber experience. Not ready for five? You can still live the gig life. It starts with our one gig speed. Or you can double your online power with two gig. So pick your right fiber gig. One, two, and five gig. All priced just right. Only at Right Fiber.
13: Do you need an umbrella indoors? First Quality Roofing is here to help. Are you in need of roof repair or replacement for your residential or commercial property? Look no further than First Quality Roofing, your trusted roofing experts. Our skilled team is here to provide you with reliable, efficient, and cost-effective solutions. From repairs to installations, no job is too big or too small for us. So why wait? Don't let a damaged or outdated roof dampen your spirits. Call Walter at 870-316-2381. That's 870-316-2381 to get started today.
0: The FedEx St. Jude Championship returns to TPC Southwind August 9th through the 13th. Don't miss your chance to witness the top 70 players from the PGA Tour season battle it out in the first event of the FedEx Cup Playoffs. Only 50 players will make it through Memphis. Don't miss your chance to watch the drama unfold. Daily grounds and upgraded ticket options are on sale now at FedExChampionship.com. Giving you 110% and taking it one show at a time. Here's Kara Ritchie.
1: Hey, welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Ryan with your Phone line's open, 9303-776 on the right Fiber Hotline. Let's check in on Chuck. How are you?
12: I'm doing good, Kara. How are you doing? How are
1: you doing? Well, thank you for the phone call. It's been a minute.
12: Uh, it has been. I'm finally back to work to where I can listen.
1: Well, we are glad uh, to hear from you. What's going on today?
12: Hey, I was calling to say, man, you did a good job on that hammock.
1: <laughs> well... Thank you. That was uh, my my project over the weekend for forever. I've wanted a hammock in the backyard. I found some plans online. I put it together, and I about almost didn't get out of it when I was done with it last night.
12: Well, you did a good job on it. Hey, What I called for, I was listening to Miss Lisa saying that she's got her season ticket. and the prices are ridiculous. I have to agree with her, man. It cost me and my brother a a little over $1,000 to get him and his wife, my sister in law, me and my wife, tickets up at uh, Madison, Wisconsin to watch Wisconsin Badgers and Ohio State. The tickets alone was $200 a piece. All the fees is what added yeah. up. Over $200 a piece.
1: That's now, I don't crazy. Know, that is,
12: man. Then I was looking on our website, and it the one hundred and forty three dollars there, but they wasn't on sale yet. This was through Ticketmaster, yeah. Through we went through you know. I just ridiculous. You know, I don't know if season passes cost as that much when you order them through the school, but I, I don't buy season passes. You know, for yeah. the tickets. I don't know what the fees are like doing that, but I mean, I know for eight state I could have got you know probably two sets or two tickets per season. Uh, you know, two people season tickets for what we paid to go watch that one game.
1: I mean, you just trade them in. <laughs> you don't. No. You don't need. To, you don't need to go to Madison. Oh, dude, I'm looking
12: so forward. I want to go up there and. Observe uh, and join in on the jump around, man. Third quarter is all I'm looking forward to. The end of third quarter.
1: Well, all right. That that'd probably be pretty cool. I'll I'll hand it to you, and I know you got to go watch your Buckeyes, so I get it.
12: Right. And what's sad is I'm going to be I'm going to watch them at Madison before I've seen them in the uh, shoe. Really? Yeah, I've ne- never been to the shoe because we moved down here when I was six or seven and never got to go see them while I was up there. Huh? Now, I had bought some tickets here a few years ago to go watch them in Florida A&M, but my aunt passed away and her funeral was on the day of the game, so I had to give up the tickets for that. But no, I've never seen them at uh, Hopefully next year we're looking at Maybe being at the Q for uh, Ohio State and the Crying Heart ball. Okay. So, and then I only have one more stadium I want to go to, and that's uh, Virginia Tech the be part of the Inter Sandman. In yeah,
1: that is my look. That's my that's my favorite entrance in in college sports. i um, that's yeah. it's it's epic. I still I've watched I watched those videos to get hype. Personally, when it's the off season oh, yeah. and it feels like the off season is going on forever and ever and ever, I I check out those from time to time. Love it.
12: And as far as your uh, question about the Cardinals, I would tell the GM, I would tell the coach, and tell all the pitching you got because you couldn't get much worse pitching what you got this year. That's fair. You know.
1: Yeah. And I hope the Sun Belt
12: is better than what it was last year. I hope A-State is a lot better than what they've been the last couple of years.
1: Yeah, they need to be able to at least – they need to be able to win more games, honestly, than they have in the last two years combined. Because ultimately, right. you know, this team needs to get back to a bowl game. And, and you know, you look at a three-win season last year and a two-win season the year before, and, and clearly that, that ain't going to cut it.
12: No. In your opinion – how do you see the season shaking out for them this year on what you know right now?
1: I'm going to not give you a good answer. I want to see how the Memphis game goes. I feel like the Memphis game is going to be incredibly, incredibly important and indicative of what this season's going to look like. You know, week one is at Oklahoma. A-State is a huge underdog there. But but if you go out and you get a win against Memphis, that's going to – Ask me after week two. I know that's not a good answer, but Chuck, there's just so many new faces on this team at important part at important positions that it's really hard for me to get a good grip on what this team is going to look like.
12: Well, I'm going to tell you, man, depending on what Oklahoma team they give, they could go to Oklahoma and beat Oklahoma. You know?
1: Yeah. I mean, look, you never know. You never know until they're out there on the field. But I have a lot I have a lot of questions for A State on the, the offensive line and defensive line particularly. So and that's always the biggest one of the biggest challenges when you're going up against a, a power program is the fact that in the trenches they pretty much always have more depth.
12: Yeah. Yeah, you're right. They do. Well anyway, Kara, I'm just fixing in my next stop. I just want to give you a shout. Y'all had a great day. Go no Red Wolf.
1: Hey, thanks, Chuck. Appreciate the phone call. He leaves the phone lines open at nine three zero three seven seven six. If we if we have time later on before we get out of here, we'll go through hammock tales before we wrap up the show. D Money's with us on the phone. How are you?
8: Um, I'm a little worried about Chuck. The chance of a state beating Oklahoma is about the same chance as me being named the Pope.
1: All right, not well, gonna happen. Are you Catholic? Yeah, actually, I am. Okay, well, there's a start.
8: Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, didn't go to the seminary, not a priest, uh, I have kids and I'm 48. So yeah, my odds ain't there. <laughs> so I think the sunbelt's going to be better this year. Okay. Um, I think you're going to start seeing the G5 schools across the board improve because now at the transfer portal, you can go out and grab kids from the P5. So I think you're going to see it tighten up a little bit. Kids who, uh, didn't get an opportunity at the you know the P five level are going to go down and do well and make it a little more competitive. That's just my opinion. What are you thinking?
1: I think with one of the things that's going to help the Sun Belt is is the fact that I think the AAC is going to take a step back this year is going to be part of it. So you've got an opportunity to potentially leapfrog that league. But I also just think that this is a, a salty little league and year two of some of these schools, especially like James Madison, who continues to get, you know, I guess, uh, adjusted to scholarship numbers. I, I think there's a big opportunity for improvement for a lot of teams.
8: Fair enough, fair enough. I'm I'm curious to see what, uh, I, you know, being that I started my college career at Tulane and because UNO didn't have a team, I kind of still follow them other than Alabama. I'm kind of curious to see what Willie Fritz and company are going to do down there.
1: Yeah, they opened the season actually hosting South Alabama. Of course, Jaguars were were pretty good last year. They won a lot of games at the end of the season. So that'll be a really fun week one matchup. I know Tulane is favored. I looked at it earlier. I don't still have it pulled up. I think they're favored by around a touchdown or somewhere in that neighborhood.
8: Well, Pratt's back at quarterback. That's going to be a huge help. They did lose their running back. Uh, I can't remember the kid's name. But uh, I know they're bringing a lot back. So they should still be pretty tough. And the fact that Willie Fritz stayed at Tulane is a huge, huge deal. Because I know back when I was there, uh, Tommy Bowden was there, and he had a couple of good years, and he was gone quickly. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, Fritz so, got his job at Tulane because he had, like, two good years at Georgia Southern. He was like, all right, I'm out.
8: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So, I don't know. Typically, when I was there, they held those purse strings pretty tight for the athletic department. So, maybe the new leadership there doing things a little bit different so I mean and, and really one of the craziest parts about it is Tulane was one of the founding members of the Southeastern Conference
1: back in the day
8: yeah back in the uh, early 20s actually they won the second overall uh, at Southeastern Conference championships guess do you know who won the first one
1: I do not
8: University of Alabama oh yeah
1: I'm not surprised I should have just I should have just guessed that right out of the gate.
8: i have to throw in a little love from my crimson tide
1: there you go hey thanks for the phone call d money
8: hey y'all have a great day
1: you too let's just see who's with us on line one what's up here hey what's up not
7: much uh what is it uh d money was talking about a while ago about uh chuck what was he
1: saying i they were talking about the they had differing opinions on a state's chances in week one at oklahoma
7: and Chuck liked their chances?
1: I don't think he, he – he didn't necessarily say he liked their chances. He just said, I think, more of uh, anything can happen when you get a couple teams out on the field.
7: I have to say, if he said he likes their chances, his jorts are too tight. and They're cutting off the circulation to his brain. So, But, uh, I mean, you're right, anything can happen, you know. Uh, I like his optimism. But, uh, anyhow, uh, what are we talking about today?
1: is, well, we've been all over the place. Honestly, we're trying to power through a Monday. But the question of the day, will the Sun Belt be better than, worse than, or about the same as it was in 2022 in terms of football?
7: I'll say better than. Okay. I'm going to be optimistic. Like, like Chuck, I'm going to say better than. Okay. You know? And uh, what do you call it? I uh, wanted to ask you all, have you all uh, seen that new uh, sports documentary on Wilt Chamberlain called Goliath that's on Paramount Plus now? Have not really good. I watched it over the weekend, and uh, I'll tell you, he was ahead of his time. The numbers he put up back then were, were, I mean, ridiculous, Kara. 50 points a game and 25 rebounds.
1: Yeah. I mean, just feats that will never be replicated, period.
7: Yes, yes. Without a doubt. Hey, uh, just a uh, uh, reminder, uh, Wednesdays at 9 o'clock, the power hour. Uh, it's going on hiatus, Kara, so there there won't be no more power hour for a while for the foreseeable future. Randy Hills is taking a break, so uh anyhow. So if you guys want to call in and talk a little some something. Eleven o'clock on Wednesdays it Open Slot there.
1: Okay. Appreciate the heads up. I apologize yeah. uh, well we'll see. It's you. okay, Kara. All forgiven. <laughs> All right. Uh we've uh, man, we're we're doing some interesting things with the show clock today we got to take a break we got to squeeze in one more before we get out of here keep it with us on the ticket. The
11: only
0: sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis
11: and when you speak of him, you speak well
0: Kara Ritchie on the workday Red Zone.
10: Central Nissan is Central Satisfaction. What is Central Satisfaction? Making sure you get the best deal on your next vehicle and award-winning customer service after you buy. Right now, well-qualified buyers can get up to $7,500 off a 2023 Nissan Armada SL four-wheel drive. Or how about up to $5,000 off 2023 Nissan Titan Pro 4X trucks plus 0% financing for 60 months. See dealer for details. Central Nissan is Central Satisfaction
3: at the corner of Parker and Stadium in Jonesboro and online at centralnissan.net. hey y'all matthew cox here at cox implement get ready to take control of your outdoor space with the best equipment out there we carry the industry leading brands including bad boy x mark ferris and alto's all under one roof our massive inventory means we can make deals that no one else can match bringing you the best prices on the toughest zero turns on the market we're your headquarters for zero turns in northeast arkansas so don't settle for less come to cox implement cox implement equipment you can count on people you can trust Get the best
5: insurance rates for you and your family with Rob Taylor State Farm. Hey, y'all, it's Brandon Baxter for my insurance agent, Rob Taylor, and his team at Rob Taylor State Farm. Insure your home, insure your vehicles, insure your rental properties, your business, and insure your life with Rob Taylor State Farm. This was a game changer for me and my family. See, life is expensive, and I was able to save money every single month and get better insurance coverage with Rob Taylor State Farm. And they'll do the same thing for you. Let's be real. When's the last time you looked at your insurance policies? Have your premiums slowly been creeping up? See, that's what happened to me. Rob Taylor State Farm Insurance was able to lower my insurance premiums and give my family better coverage. Get your free quote and start saving money today. Rob Taylor State Farm in Jonesboro at 2203 East Nettleton and on Highway 367 in Pocahontas. Call 870-520-6161. Or you can go to Facebook
2: or Google and search Rob Taylor State Farm at farmers and merchants bank we've been a leader in ag lending for more than 75 years whether you're in the market for an equipment loan real estate financing or funds to support operating expenses our agri-lending experts can help we work with farmers daily to find the best financing products and competitive rates our long-standing relationships and knowledge of the ag industry ensure we can offer the most personalized service available at farmers merchants bank growing your business is truly our business Find your local ag lender at mebanking.com, member FDIC, and Equal Housing Lender.
0: This is Coach Butch Jones, and we need you to help our eight-state athletic programs by donating to the Impact Club. This is an organization that is making a real difference in the lives of our student-athletes. Make a monthly commitment and get access to team newsletters, special gear, and exclusive access that you will not find anywhere else. Find out more and give today at impactclub.com. That's impact, spelled I-M-P-A-C-K-T, club.com. Your support is greatly appreciated and is helping our program's right now. Wolves up.
5: Visiting with women's basketball player Winner Rogers, who was coached by her dad in high school and is now coached by her big
2: sister at A-State. They're both very intense, strictly business in the gym. Like
1: One thing Coach did is not going to do is show favoritism toward me and the same went for my dad. So they're always going to be a little bit harder on me than everybody else and I've seen that so far. She jumped me a couple times.
2: <laughs> I just <laughs> take it like a champ. It's part of it. <laughs> it's the second to none podcast
14: presented by Simmons Bank. New episodes every Tuesday Tuesday, wherever you get your podcast.
2: You've
0: already mailed it in at work today, so you might as well keep it right here. Back to the workday red zone.
1: We've reached the home stretch on a Monday, so last call on the Cavanaugh Question from top to bottom is the Sun Belt in football in 2023. Going to be better than, worse than, or about the same as it was in 2022. Final check-in on the poll on Twitter. 6% of you saying worse. 44% saying about the same. 50% saying better than. Uh, Look, I don't think it's going to be worse. I really don't. Uh, I think some of these teams that were very successful last year and were able to go out and claim some impressive non-conference videos, I think they'll, non-conference wins, I think they'll be about at least as good as they were last year. So I'm thinking baseline across the board, about the same. Don't necessarily think everybody in the league is going to be as good as they were last year. There will be some teams that stumble. There will be some teams that are significantly improved from last year. Hopefully one of those will be A-State. But I just flat out do not think this league is going to be worse than it was in 2022. Our question, as always, is brought to you by our friends at KavanaughCars.com, where they've got everything. If you need to buy a car, well, they've got their full inventory online, and then they've got all the tools that you need to help you in the, buy, the car buying process, like getting pre-approved for your financing, uh, calculating your trade-in, and more. If you've already bought a vehicle from Kavanaugh, you can schedule your service online there at KavanaughCars.com and if you're looking to sell a vehicle well wouldn't you know they can help you out with that as well really a one-stop shop at KavanaughCars.com looking ahead to Tuesday we'll continue to recap what's going on at SEC Media Day and we'll also talk tomorrow with Voice of the Red Wolves Matt Stoltz so hopefully it should be a fun day really appreciate those of you who called and uh, helped us power through a Monday We'll see if we can bring a little bit more energy to this program tomorrow as well. But I tell you what, keep it here. Dan Patrick is on the way next, followed by The Drive with Kate Carlton at 3 o'clock. Have it here in the morning for the front row with Budrow at 7. RWRC Radio with JC will come your way at 10. And we'll return tomorrow at noon for more of the Workday Red Zone. So for Ryan, I'm Kara. Thanks so much for hanging out with us today. Can't wait to talk with you tomorrow. Have a great, great afternoon. we